It is the Bones DK Golf Cast. Welcome back. Bones DK Golf, TW Man 66 joining us. Going to talk some WGC Dell match play. But first, I got to hear about the bachelor party, Bones. How did your weekend in Nashville go? I'm glad you guys didn't wreck the RV, or did you? I haven't heard an update yet. Uh, no, we made it down safely, and man, we had a, a lot of good laughs there. I uh, had a great time. Uh, great time for Victor Greco's uh, bachelor party, so congrats to him. Uh, I, I can't even laugh anymore. We laugh so much, so I'm still recovering from that. The last time I was in Nashville, we actually flew out of Pittsburgh at 7 o'clock in the morning, started started drinking at 7 o'clock in the morning, got on a plane, landed in Nashville at 7 o'clock in the morning because you pick up an hour, and as soon as we get off the plane, I pick up a 24-ounce draft from Tootsie's. Um, and, had you know, it's not that far to the cab, so I had to chug that. It's like not even 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like three sheets to the wind. I ended up making it till about 4 o'clock in the afternoon that day. And a lot of things kind of, there's a lot of conflicting reports as to what happened next, but apparently I make an Irish exit from my group and um, just head back to the hotel. And a lot of guys like saw me do this and tried to stop me, and apparently I just growled at them. Anyhow, I went home and crashed... <laughs> at the at the hotel at about 4:30 in the afternoon and I woke up at about 6:15 thinking it was 6:15 the next morning and panicked because my buddies hadn't come home and really it had just been about an hour and a half that I had taken a nap it was a nightmare the whole rest of the trip um I don't think I'm ever welcome back in Nashville again I can just tell you that and I haven't talked to those guys that I was down on that bachelor party with that was about 6 or 7 years ago I haven't talked to them much since then either I think that was a deal breaker that weekend <laughs> Uh, Wild man, what about your NCAA bracket? I know that you're a gambling man. How's that looking right now? It's busted. Busted big time. Everything I said was wrong. And uh, (laughs) we're going to move on to the the match play here, see if we can get this bracket going the right way. And also, I want to mention one other thing. I I did FaceTime both Rob and Victor on Friday at about 6 p.m. Eastern. And neither of them spoke a single word for the entire three minutes off. <laughs> it was all it was all uh, just just facial expressions and body language, huh? Yeah, more just like stone cold, no expression. Just you know, couldn't even muster up the, the will to speak. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we, we we started we started a little early on Friday. So that was definitely the heaviest day for us. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That's how bachelor parties go, though. Like, you get there, and you immediately go 125 miles an hour as quickly as you can, and then you pay for it the rest of the weekend. The weekend's ruined after that first six or seven or eight hours of the bachelor <laughs> party. That's normally how it goes. But um, I'm glad you guys had a great time. And, and Wild Man, I'm sorry to hear about your bracket. Bones, you, before we get into the WGC brackets, you got anybody left in your final four? I got Michigan winning it in both mine, but I had Illinois going pretty far in both mine as well. So I'm going to need a miracle. I don't know if Michigan maybe wins. I can pull something off, but uh, no, I'm pretty much out as well. I mean, I got what everybody's got. Gonzaga and Baylor still around, and Michigan is my third Final Four team. And I had uh, I was I was heavy on the Big Twelve, man. I, and they, besides Baylor, didn't really show up. Kansas had their third worst loss in program history the other night to a, a lowly USC team. So maybe the Big 12 wasn't as good as we all thought it was. But let's move on from college basketball. Even though there's a lot going on this weekend, this is one of the biggest golf tournaments of the year, the WGC match play event. And uh, 
you know, we talk about the TPC being the fifth major, but these match play events carry a lot of significance to these players. Tell us a little bit about the course, Wildman. It's at Austin. I know you haven't done too much research on it so far, but uh, they didn't play here last year, obviously, because of COVID. What can we expect out of this course? Water, sand, anything like that? Yeah, I've, uh, I've watched this tournament every year for the last several years, and uh seems to be the, the recipe being low ball flight, and, and there are some short, gettable holes. In fact, there's a hole similar to uh, uh, the hole that Bryson drove over the water a few weeks ago, the 500-yard par 5, where you can get there, and it's high risk, high reward. That's what you're going to expect out here. Um, it's in Austin, Texas, so generally speaking, it's a dry type of course. You get a lot of rollout. You're going to try to keep it low and in the fairway and attack in. You know the yeah, guy- there's a lot of water. that the guys that are going to win this thing, uh, Bones DK. Did you want to say something about water there, Wild Man? I'm sorry, I kind of cut you off. Is there any water out there in Texas? Yeah, there is water on the course um, in some certain areas. It's a par 71, but again, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need guys to make birdies here, and you want aggressive players um, because you know a birdie outweighs a triple bogey here in match play. So, um, you know, that's what we're looking for. You may want an aggressive player, Bones DK, but you're also going to want a guy that can grind it out for a long or, or for an extended period of golf. This is a long tournament. I think if you win this thing, you've got to play six 18-hole rounds, if I'm not mistaken. Is that going to play into your lineup creation at all this week, having grinders out there, younger guys maybe even, that you're looking to surprise at the WGC? Yeah, you know, I'm actually going to look at the younger guys and just guys that are looking to pop onto the scene, you know, like a, a Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler or someone like that. You know, any of these guys can win in a match play. You're really going to have to grind out there. Uh, you're going to play uh, all three guys in your group, so you got to you got to beat three guys that are good golfers. So, yeah, you're going to have to grind out there. But, uh, you know, I'm not – you can look at all the stats you want this week. I'm just looking at guys that can string up birdies together and string up holes that can win holes because, you know, you can shoot at eight – uh, on a par three, but you only, you know, you get negative one point there and then you come up with three different, you know, three uh, birdies in a row. Uh, that kind of reminds me of like a Victor Alvin here. So I'm looking at guys like that. Uh, they can just win holes and obviously because uh, match play, but, you know, string birdies together. TW, man, you talked uh, about Kuchar being in the finals of this thing a couple years ago, and he's an older guy on tour, uh, relatively speaking. Um, he could barely finish in the finals. I mean, what do you think about, you know, the longevity of guys in this tournament? Yeah, we, we, we made a joke about it, that, that he was just completely worn down. And I think we likened him to uh, Byron Leftwich being carried down the field by his lineman to Kuchar being carried to the 15th <laughs> tee during the final. I had nothing in the tank. Um so, yeah, I, I think there's something to that. It's a lot of golf, man. I mean, six, seven rounds of golf as opposed to four. You know, they're going to be playing 36 holes some days during this event if you're going to advance. And um, and then the only other thing I'll add really quick is that, you know, this is a different draft team scoring this week. So you're not getting points for birdies and pars and bogeys. You're getting points for holes won and minus points for holes lost. Uh, there are whole streaks, and then there are uh, margin of victory bonuses as well. So make sure you take a look at the rules before you're entering your lineup and look at the bracket. you got to be thorough and creative to try to get the best, uh, most optimal lineup. Yeah, that's a really good point you bring up. Not only is the scoring different, but your lineup creation is going to have to be different because if you like 
two guys in the same group, say, on the first day, that's not a good lineup creation because one of those guys is going to get left behind. Am I right on that, Bones DK? Yeah, you're uh, exactly right. So we're going to go through the groups here shortly, and pretty much you want to just take a guy from each group to win. And you know, if you can get, find a guy that can upset somebody, then try to take him to win if you can make the final 16 and uh, final four there. Uh, you know, or you, you have your strong guys like Dustin Johnson. You go, you know, hope they uh, can get to the final four. So, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to want to go by group here. You don't want two guys in the same group. Yeah, and you really you want to look even out into probably the round of 32, I'm sorry, into the round of 16, and then maybe even to the round of 8. You probably want to fill out your bracket early and try and predict who's going to be there in those last, uh, certainly the last four, definitely the last eight also. All right, let's get into those groupings, Rob. Uh, Group number one, we'll just start at the top. Number one seed, Justin Johnson. You've got the 34th seed, Kevin Na, the 41st seed, Robert McIntyre, the 61st seed, Adam Long. Probably don't have to talk too much about this one. It's obvious who the best golfer of this four is. Where does DJ fit into your lineup creation this week? Yeah, it's going to be tough to get him in. Honestly, I see a lot of value down in the $9,000 and $8,000 range. But, man, he this is kind of a lopsided group, in my opinion, with DJ. I could see Kevin Non, Adam Long. They do get a little streaky. But, uh, man, that's, that's a risky group there. I'll probably stay away from it completely. I do like DJ this week, but I think there's a lot more value in different groups. Reigning FedEx champion, of course, DJ. He also won the event the event in 2017, so uh, something to think about there. Group two, wild man, is Justin Thomas, the two seed. Louis Oosthuizen, who we love so much, he's the 22 seed. Kevin Kisner, last year's winner, or two years ago he won this event. He's 34th. Matt Kuchar, our boy, who we just talked about, compared to Byron Leftwich. Kuchar's probably older than Byron Leftwich, quite honestly. He's the 52nd seed. Who do you like out of this group? Yeah, you know, when they do the FIFA World Cup draw, they always come up with a group of deaths. This is one of them. Uh, I think it's really difficult. I- I'm looking at all these guys. They all have good recent form and or history here in this event. And Kisner's gone to back-to-back finals with a win at this event. He beat Kucher in 2019. ustazen has been a semifinalist uh, multiple times. And obviously Thomas coming off the players. Um, for me, I... I- it's hard to say this out loud, but I'm I'm probably fading Thomas here um, and looking at Ustazen or Kisner as my guy out of here just based on history in this particular event. Seem to be guys that hit it low, hit it smooth, don't get into too much trouble and can just, you know, make pars and birdies out here. So, you know, a lot of times that's better than the high-risk, high-reward type of player like JT. So, um there's an argument for all four of these guys. Obviously, Kuchar I've got at the bottom of the list, however. Bones, DK, back to you for group number three. I hate to backtrack also. Uh, Dustin Johnson is the reigning FedEx Cup champion. He is not the reigning champion here at this event, although he did win at this event in 2017. Kevin Kisner is our current champion here, the defending champion. Group number three to you, Bones, DK, is John Rahm, the three seed, Ryan Palmer, the 24 seed, Shane Lowry, the 38 seed, and Sebastian Munoz at 56th. Who you like out of this one? Anybody going to crack your lineup out of this group? Yeah, obviously, John Rahm is a great player, the number three seed in this tournament. Uh, he, he's a great player. I think he's going to make a run in this tournament. But, you know, I see Sebastian Reuno down here. He's only $6,100. I'm not saying to play this guy, but he's someone to look at if you're trying to get a Stars and Scrub build. 
Uh, he, he's a streaky player, and he can pop up pretty much any time. He hasn't been playing amazing. Uh, he had a much better 2020 season than uh, the season so far in 2021. But this is somebody that, I mean, you're getting him to 6,100. is pretty low. And also uh, Shane Lauer, he's been pretty good for him. So I look at him. He's in the $7,000 range, 7,100. So those are pretty cheap guys. Uh, Justin Rom, though, is going to be tough to beat in that group. Uh, but those are two guys I'd maybe look at in that group. It's solid analysis as we get to group number four with TW Man. This is a heck of a group here. Colin Morikawa has won this year already. He's the uh, in the four hole here. Billy Horschel, who was right in it at the TPC, he's been playing great golf, ranked thirty second. Max Homa has won once already this year. He's in thirty fifth. And JT Poston is our sixty third seed. Anybody moving the needle for you here in group number four, Wildman? Yeah, I think my dark horse here is Billy Horschel. Um, I just love his, his competitive nature. You know, he's not a guy that's ever going to give up. He's a guy that really lives and dies with every hole, every shot, if you've watched him. Um, so, you know, I, I do think home is in pretty good form, and obviously Morikawa speaks for himself. But I, I kind of like Billy Horschel here. And then, you know, you want to think about this, guys. You want to look at the second round. So the winner of Group 4 is going to play the winner of Group 13 in this example. So if you're unsure about who to pick in a certain group, go down and find out who they're going to play. In other words, if you love, let's say, Victor Hovland in group 13, then you can get a little riskier in group four. That makes a lot of sense. So maybe there is a a way um, or a path there to avoid Morikawa easily if you're going to pick him to lose to Hovland in the next round anyhow or vice versa. I'm pretty sure Morikawa and Homa were teammates also at California. I could be wrong about that, but that should be an interesting angle to this one. Homa, of course, has been thriving on tough courses also. He won at the Genesis Invitational earlier this year, and he won uh, the Wells Fargo back in 2019. He could be the dark horse out of that group. Group number five, back to Bones DK, Brandon DeChambeau, the most polarizing player on tour right now, is the five seed. Tommy Fleetwood, who we love so much on this podcast, is in the 21st seed. Siwoo Kim, 45th, and Antoine Rosner is our 58th seed. What about DeChambeau this week, Bones DK? Are you on him? Yeah, I don't think we need to spend too much time on this group as well. I I think this is a pretty lopsided group. Fleetwood just doesn't seem to be in the best form. Uh, Bryson is playing absolutely incredible right now. Uh, His price is interesting on uh, uh, DraftKings, 10900 if I had to choose between Dustin Johnson and Bryson, I would definitely take Bryson just as a savings there at 600. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get him in my lineup. Again, I like my uh, more balanced build this week. But if I was going to start on top, I would start with Bryson this week in the $10,000 range. That's the only guy I'm even really looking at. You know, maybe Colin Morikawa. Uh, I'd say Bryson and Morikawa in the 10K range there. Bryson currently leads the FedEx standings right now over Justin Thomas. He is red hot. There is no doubt about that. Group number six to TW man, Xander Shoffley, who really needs to get a signature win here soon. He seems to be dropping not only down the world rankings, but down people's popularity list the longer he goes without getting that signature win. Xander Shoffley's the sixth seed, though. Scotty Scheffler's the 30 seed. Jason Day is the 44th seed. Those are three really tough golfers. Andy Sullivan checking in at the 57 seed. Uh, how do you feel about this group, Wildman? Another really, really tough group. Um, I do want to mention that Scheffler's a, a local Texas guy. Uh, went to high school in the Dallas area, played golf here in the Austin area. 
Uh, very familiar with this course. One an amateur event here at uh, Country Club of Austin. So um, Scheffler's a guy you can easily back. His price under eight thousand to me is egregious, and thus uh, definitely worth a look uh, because he probably should be more like eighty eight, eighty nine hundred. Uh, I always like Shoffley. You know, just I just don't really like him in match play. Um, you know, I, I feel like he's more of a par maker and grinder than he is a birdie maker in a lot of cases. This is a somewhat easy course. Um, but I would also look out for Jason Day, who's a finalist here um, multiple times and, and has some history. Seems to be playing okay, but for me, it's Scheffler here. Yeah, Jason Day hasn't finished any worse than 35th in his last four starts, so he is playing pretty consistent golf right now. We love the hometown boys on this podcast also, and Scotty Scheffler fits that bill. We just talked about Max Homa a minute ago, who was a hometown winner at the Genesis. This could be Scotty Scheffler's week. Group number seven, back to Bones DK Golf. Patrick Reed is our seventh seed. Joaquin Neiman is our 26th seed. Christian Bazudenhut is our 33rd seed. And Bubba Watson gets back into the WGC event. He is our 55th seed. Uh, again, I'll start at the top. What about Patrick Reed out of this group? Is he moving the needle for you at all, Bones DK? This is a pretty tough group for me, honestly. Uh, Neiman is a guy that I've been really looking at the last few weeks, and this guy can play really great golf and string him together. Um, he just – it doesn't seem like he's playing amazing, but he, he did play pretty pretty well last week when I was off him. So I do like him. Uh, this is a really tough group. I would maybe look at Bezenden out here. Um, I think <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, no, but I do like him here at uh, low seventy six hundred dollars. But this is a really tough group. I'm probably going to fade this group completely. Bubba Watson honestly could honestly beat any of these guys just with his uh, the way he hits the ball. But Patrick Reed obviously is a favorite. But I, I would be wary of this group here. Uh, Bubba Watson won this event in 2018, by the way. Tyrell Hatton, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, and Matt Wallace. Hatton's the 8th seed. Westwood's the 18th seed. Garcia's the 39th seed. Wallace is the 51st seed. Boy, Westwood and Garcia, these are... I hate to... I mean, Garcia's got the major. I understand. He's lost a lot of golf tournaments, though, too. You got two lovable losers in this group. Uh, We're back on TW Man. Anybody out of this group doing it for you? Yeah, I like Hatton here, uh, clearly. As a matter of fact, he was paired with, with Westwood in the last playing of this event. Westwood finished dead last in the group. Um, look, we're, we're Westy guys. We are. It just feels like that was a lightning in a bottle for him over a 10-day period. Um, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure Sergio is the all-time leader or he's like behind Faldo in Ryder Cup points which is match play, match play, match play. So he's always a guy. He's like sort of the quintessential guy for me as far as like the risk reward. Like he's the guy that can make six birdies. He played that incredible match with Mickelson a few years ago where they, they both shot 63 in a match play event. Um, but I, I still like Tyrell Hat- uh, Tyrell Hatton. I think he's a man to beat in this group. Group nine is Webb Simpson at the nine seed. Paul Casey's the 17 seed. Mackenzie Hughes, the 48th seed. Taylor Gooch is the 59th seed. And Gooch has been playing pretty decent last couple rounds. Bones DK, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I'm a Gooch guy. Um, this is a pretty interesting group. Paul Casey's just been playing incredible. He has a uh, great form right now. He's actually priced under Webb Simpson by $200. So I, I think a lot of the ownership here is going to go to Paul Casey. 
which is rightfully so. Um, but however, you know, Webb Simpson let everyone down last week by missing a cut. So I think that's a, that's a great pivot uh, situation here that Webb could maybe pull off the upset. Um, but I do like Taylor Gooch down there. I kind of wish he was paired up with a different group of guys. I think it's probably going to be Webb or Casey out of here. And again, Casey's going to garner all that ownership. I guarantee it. So I think Webb's a pretty good pivot. However, I do like Taylor Gooch. If you want to gamble at 6600 bucks again, with the Stars of Scrub uh, lineup, I do like Gooch the third out of that group. We're hometown guys on this podcast. Taylor Gooch is a Texas resident. Keep in mind also to your Webb Simpson point, likes does very well on Pete Dye designs that favor precision over power, and uh, that's Webb Simpson's game. Group number 10 is Patrick Cantlay. He's the 10th seed. Hideki Matsuyama is the 23rd seed. Carlos Ortiz is the 42nd seed. And Brian Harmon, who had a nice weekend a couple weeks back at the TPC, is the 54th seed. Who do you like out of Group 10, Wildman? Yeah, I, I think I'm going underdog here, and I think I'm going to ride the recent former Brian Harmon. Um he sort of fits that mold of the golfer I'm looking for. He, he's a lot of uh, very Kisner-esque, but low, straight, shorter off the tee. Um, gives himself good opportunities with iron. You know, Cantlay's a guy that uh, I liken a lot to Shoffley. And, it, you know, a guy that is great at bogey avoidance, but sometimes lacks to pour those birdies in. I'm not saying he can't do it, but uh, a guy that I would bet against doing it here. Um and Matt Suyama just really hasn't shown me much in this event. I think Carlos Ortiz is a fine player, but we're going uh, upset heavy here in Group 10. We're going to be back in Brian Harmon. Could be Wild Man's Flyer of the Week. If we can get to it, we will at the end of the podcast here. Group number 11 is Rory McIlroy. He's the 11th seed. Cam Smith's 25th. Lanto Griffin, our boys, 46th seed. And Ian Poulter, I can't believe he got into the field. He's a he's a wild man right now on social media, Ian Poulter. He's the 60th seed. He's got no chance, does he, Bones DK? I'll tell you what, Cameron Smith is uh, the guy I was talking about. Has great value this week. Uh, 8,500, one of those younger guys playing incredible right now. Just seems that he could win at any moment. Uh, coming up, 19 birdies, 21 birdies, 20 birdies, uh, 17th in the players. This guy's playing incredible golf right now. Rory McIlroy doesn't really scare me in this group. Uh, his head is just not there. I'd rather have a guy more dialed in. Uh, and the only guy that really scares me here is Lanto Griffin. I love this guy. And I could see him, uh, you know, making a run here. I think it's Cameron Smith versus Lanto Griffin. You got to look at the pricing there and, uh, you know, look at your bracket, see if you maybe Lanto Griffin's the upset there. But uh, it's hard to deny Cameron Smith right now. I would pick him definitely in this group, followed up by Lanto Griffin. Could be the value picks right there. Group number 12 is Tony Finau. He is the 12th seed. Jason Crocrack's 29th. Will Zalatoris is the 40th seed, and Dylan Fratelli is the 64th seed. Wildman, who you like? Four really similar players here that can all really uh, mash it off the tee. Um, I like Kokrak's form right now. I like Zalatoris' form right now. But this is kind of what I was saying earlier about Group 4 versus 13. If, if you're going to be backing the Shambo in Group 5, he's going to be playing the winner of this group. So... I think you have a chance to get a little riskier here. I'd probably look at Kokrak to be the lightest owned of this group. I, I think Zalatoris is getting a ton of public backing right now based on his results. Um, and Kokrak, you know, I've said it on the podcast before, he's a tee to green stud. He can really, really, really uh, throw darts in there. 
So I, I'd look at Toe Crack here. Finau did not make it out of the group stage in the playing of this event last time. Um, so I'm looking at Toe Crack. Group 13's Hovland, who we talked a little bit about earlier. Answer, Burned Weisberger and Kevin Streelman. Hovland's the 13 seed. Who do you like, Rob? Yeah, I think this group is definitely between, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Abraham Answer and Victor Hovland. I know a lot of people have been talking about Abraham Answer, um, which is surprising to me. I mean, not surprising, but uh, Victor Hovland coming off two not amazing rounds, still not bad rounds. Uh, apparently, people are off him a little bit. So, I mean, Victor Hovland uh, easily in Group 13, especially if a lot of people are going to own Abraham Answer. Uh, Weisberger and Streelman, those guys are they're streaky players, but not a threat to Answer or Hovland. Group 14's Berger, he is the 14th seed. He, he's been streaky, actually, if you want to talk about Berger, hot and cold. I mean, he was one of the hottest players in the world, and he's kind of fell off the cliff here recently. Harris English, I know he won not that long ago. Harris English is the 19th seed. Brandon Todd's the 47th seed. Eric Van Ruyen is the 62nd seed, Wildman. Yeah, Van Ruyen actually has some good WGT results uh, recently. I know he's got a, a second, and I think a third over the last, say two years at WGC events. Probably a guy a lot of people haven't heard of. Um, he's also an incredible electric guitar player. You can Google him if, you, if you're into guitar. Um, but, you know, Berger withdrew from the Honda before seeing off last week with a rib problem. That was either to get ready for this week or because he's in some serious pain. So I'd say play Berger at your own risk. Um, Harris English doesn't have the form for me. And uh, Brendan Todd, you know, can get around a shorter course where you got to hit fairways. He can hit fairways, matter of fact, better than anybody on the PGA Tour um, in smaller sample sizes. He is is the most accurate guy on the tour. Uh, I, I again, I'm I don't know if it's just I'm just feeling the upsets right now or what. But I'm probably looking at Todd or Van Ruin here. Van Ruin is a good electric guitar player. I don't have time to tweet anybody though, except Bones DK Golf, because I want to win money. Speaking of winning money. Anybody going to win you money out of Group 15 here? Bones DK. Fitzpatrick, the 15 seed. Wolf, the 20 seed. Connors, the 37 seed. Spieth, the 49 seed. This, uh, in my opinion, is the type of group to choose from. However, all uh, three of these guys are just playing incredible golf. Fitzpatrick, uh, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth, just all three in amazing form. So you just might, uh, might want to try to pick the cheapest guy here. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick is ranked 15th in the world. And he is uh, $8,700. $8, then you got Steve, who's ranked 49th in the world. He's $9,300. So you got the fourth seed, essentially, in that group, uh, priced the highest on DraftKings. So you can tell how hard that group really is. Uh, you know, Steve is from Texas. He's from Austin, Texas. Uh, I, I'm a Fitzpatrick guy, though. This guy's been playing really great. I believe in his game. Uh, but, of course... <laughs> Corey Connors is another guy I really like. So, again, this one's going to be tough to choose who, who to pick from, but uh, those guys can really make a run. I will say this, Matthew Wolf will be like 1% owned out of that group. So, uh, man, that guy, I think it's $6,900. If he, he's been withdrawing a lot, but if you want to take a gamble at a GPP play, uh, toss him in your lineup, and he, he, you know, he can make – he gave it second at the U.S. Open, so – He's, all, he's a good golfer. Only a couple minutes here left, Wildman. Group 16 is M, Perez, Leishman, and Henley. If you like anybody out of Group 16, let us know. And then if you have a flyer of the week, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, you know what? Let's go with the flyer of the week right now out of Group 16. 
This is the first two-time Flyer of the Week uh, in history. It's going to be Victor Perez. He was our Flyer of the Week at Augusta in November. He made the cut. Um, didn't I think he ended up finishing T32 or something like that, but he made the cut. Got a lot of good results over in Europe and a guy that can um, play in tough fields. Looking at his, the strength of this group, I, I, I'm not really afraid of anybody. I know Im is the better player, um, so to speak, but I, I, I'll go Victor Perez here, and especially because if you're back in DJ in group one, I'd pair him with Victor Perez all day long. If you're going to pass on DJ in group number one and go for the upset there, then maybe you do look at Sung Jae in here. Um, yeah, let's back Victor Perez. Let's, let's get a good one out of Victor. Not a whole lot of time here left, Bones DK, but uh, when will you post your top picks? Because remember, this is a Wednesday event, a Wednesday start. We'll get underway tomorrow. When are you going to post your top picks? And any final thoughts about the WGC Dell Technologies match play event? Yeah, I will post my uh, picks real shortly. Uh, I do apologize not getting them out last week. I, uh, you know, the bachelor party got ahead of me and I, I didn't get it out on time. So I do apologize, but we'll get it out this week. Uh, Right after you post this badge, we'll get it out with it. All right, you can follow me, Golf Guy WV, uh, the Brothers Bones Media. Bet me I couldn't play 100 rounds. I'm three rounds in, had my first birdie of the day also, guys, and I'm documenting the whole thing on Twitter, Golf Guy WV, if you want to follow me on t- uh, Twitter. TWMan66 and Bones DK Golf, thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's keep our fingers crossed that we all win a little bit of money this weekend, yeah? Good luck, thank you, Edge. Appreciate it.